0: Welcome back. It is a special time of year in Tampa, Florida, as Gasparilla is here. I am very excited to record the second episode of the 2022 Gasparilla Overload bonus series. Today's guest offers something to save you time and keep you healthy. Each of you listening on could benefit from her company now more than ever because life is filled with events and moving fast once again. The owner is a young Hispanic female entrepreneur born and raised in Miami. She started out as a fitness competitor and personal trainer, so she has seen people struggle for years trying to calorie count, diet, and settle for boring meals. One day, she decided to change all of that and create gourmet, healthy meals. She started the company with her mother, a graduate of Le Cordon Bleu five years ago, cooking out out of her childhood home, and now they're even serving in school districts, private schools. So stay tuned to learn the hustle. Before I introduce today's guest, let's learn how she podcasts. Vicky, which platform do you stream your shows through?
1: The Honestly, what I go through most, because I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, I go through the app on the iPhone.
0: i abuse Apple as well. When in the day do you find yourself listening to podcasts?
1: In the morning on the way to work and... After work on the way home.
0: So in the car, usually. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that and you listening on. I would love to hear how you podcast. Email me info at vincentalancy.com and I will feature you on a show. With that, I want to welcome you back to that entrepreneur show. I am your host, Vincent A. Lancy. You can learn more about me at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube, or my website, VincentAlancy.com. If it is your first time joining us each week since December 2019, I have interviewed the founder of a company or brand to share what has worked well for them, what they needed to improve on, and all of their learning lessons along the way right here on this show. We also have bonus episodes like today in the Gasparilla Overload. We have two of these series as well as many Rewind the Clock episodes where I bring back previous guests to share what has been new with them as they are still making headlines. You never know which motivational path is going to inspire you most. For the Gasparilla Overload, we are bringing in entrepreneurs from Florida, founding their business in Florida to share their story in honor of the holiday. We're going to fast forward five years from when today's guest and her mother launched their business. These two masterminds work around the clock, fusing together delicious yet nutritious menus for all members of the family. Whether they are keto or picky eaters or trying to lose weight, they have meals for you. Glow Meals started small with just a handful of clients and now are proudly serving Miami Dade and Broward County and three major schools. The current schools they're already with St. John Newman, Doral Charter Elementary, Doral Charter Middle, and Kid Zone. There's going to be tons of gold in this episode for you to grow your business. So allow me to now introduce. Victoria Savedra, Victoria, thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me, Vincent.
0: It's a pleasure to have you. Would you mind introducing yourself to our audience on the personal side before we dive into business talk?
1: Sure. My name is Victoria Savedra. both call me Vicky. I've been running Glow Meals for about five years. It's a healthy meal prep company that we serve all over South Florida, plus, like as Vincent said, around three to four schools.
0: That's great that you're getting in the schools. Part of what I do, I just wrote Mental Health Week, which is the go-to book for elementary age students to learn the basics mm. of mental health and a fun story. So I like how you're doing that. What led you to being an entrepreneur at the start? Was it something you always wanted to do?
1: I think so. Since I was little, I didn't really like to be told what to do too much. And I had a couple of jobs where I worked for someone else and I hated it. It just did not vibe with me. I liked, I felt like I could do things not necessarily better, but, and not necessarily my way, but when you have a vision of how something can work out, it's frustrating when you work for someone else and you can't execute that vision. So I quickly learned as in my early twenties that I was going to work for myself.
0: What works for some doesn't work for everyone. Some people thrive in a corporate environment. Some people thrive in that role while others just don't, aren't able to use their strengths as well in that situation. As an entrepreneur myself, I find myself working more productively and efficiently, efficiently alone, but yes. for some people, again, they need to have a lot of people around them. I'm fortunate enough to do a bunch of Zooms every day, so I still have that human-to-human interaction You've been on this journey now five plus years, which is very admirable. A lot of businesses, they say the startup stat is over 95% or something. Don't make it past year one. So you've survived so far. What do you think two of the hardest parts of being on your own are?
1: Definitely, it's a plus that you get to do things the way you want, but you also have to figure it out, the figuring it out process. When I started, I did not have any background in the culinary world. And my mom works with me now, but when I first started, she did not. And she knows a lot about the culinary world. But like I said, I had no idea about making food or selling food. So probably the hardest part was going back to the drawing board. And first of all, learning this whole area of expertise that I had no idea of what I was doing.
0: You had to learn something brand new. It's like a kid being in school again, learning a new subject. In entrepreneurship, there's no... This is how to do it model for you to follow. You have to trial and error, trial and error, try and error. Keep learning from your mistakes and piece it together until you find a model that is successful, like what Vicky has done here today as she is succeeding for five plus years. Through all these lessons learned from picking your pieces up, putting it back together, learning an entrepreneurship, what would you say the greatest lesson to learn is for you?
1: To trust your instinct. When you're running a business, your instinct is going to guide you every step of the way. Trust your instinct on who you should hire. Trust your instinct on which contracts you should take. Trust your instinct on which avenue of the industry you should take. If you have a good intuition and you listen to it, you're going to guide yourself in the right way versus listening to other people.
0: Always go with your gut. That's something I find with myself too. When I second guess myself, when I Take someone else's advice when I don't think it's the right advice. I often regret it right away. So that's a great point there. Surrounding yourself with the right people to give you the correct advice is also something else I could share with that. You want to surround yourself with the right people. Sometimes people may mean, well, they want to give you the right advice, but they may not be qualified to give you that advice. So you need to surround yourself with that so you don't have to second guess yourself. You're always kind of being fed these powerful thoughts. If you could learn some powerful thoughts, though, here, Vicky, from any entrepreneur in the world, dead or alive, who would you choose?
1: Oh, boy. Um, so many. Definitely Martha Stewart. Um, I love Martha Stewart. I think that she's a genius in everything that she does. Rihanna, extremely impressive and an extremely impressive businesswoman. I would probably have to go with those two. And Gary well- Vee.
0: And Gary V. All right, then we'll use Gary V. What is your favorite thing that Gary V offers to you?
1: He's with everything I've noticed that he says, all his posts, all his podcasts, his shows, everything. He always tells the listener to stop being afraid. We overthink when we're afraid, we second guess ourselves when we're afraid. And he put out This video not too long ago that it said I'd rather suck in the beginning so that everyone can get it over and then I can do what I have to do. And I think that's great. I think we worry way too much about being perfect and always making the right decision and doing the right thing when honestly, we need to mess up to Mm -hmm. figure out what's the right way.
0: I remember in the beginning of this whole journey how much of a perfectionist I tried to be. And it even goes back with the first book, where how many rewrites there were when there didn't need to be rewrites. I didn't need to change everything. I just wanted to make it perfect. But now over time, I've been really trying to take it easy on myself, even maybe not doing as much on the social media front or what have you, but making up for it in other ways. Let's now delve a little deeper here. And you could pick any of the three entrepreneurs you described. Where would you have the meeting if you could choose the place?
1: Over food and drinks.
0: Over food and drinks? Probably,
1: yeah. My favorite restaurant, Dragonfly. Bring them down here? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Sounds great. Well, now let's share with our audience here, Vicky, what's next for you and all of your entrepreneurial endeavors?
1: I definitely want to expand Glow Meals to maybe reach further than just South Florida. That's probably my next goal, which is going to be very tricky because we do cook fresh. We're not a fan of frozen So don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but that's definitely the next goal. And to start perhaps a different business, not sure yet which one, but a different avenue that's not food.
0: What do you have in mind besides food?
1: I want to work more with people, Um, maybe coaching, not necessarily life coaching, but we were talking about doing a business class. And you know, being able to help others start businesses, I found that I'm pretty passionate about that. So definitely with something helping others start their business or their projects.
0: There's definitely going to be a need for that as well as maybe a need to eat healthy. You can parlay your business with the course that goes with your meals. You can give them live YouTube updates and all of that. And also there may be a way for you with like USPS overnight shipping and all that, since you don't want to freeze it with dry ice, if you do bulk, they may be able. We, they may have decent discounts for you.
1: Yeah, we, we thought about that too. And we're, we're exploring different avenues of how we can do this, whether it's open another Glow Meals somewhere else mm-hmm. or do the overnight shipping. One way or another, we're going to analyze the avenues and see what fits best for us.
0: Well, keep me posted so I can share with our audience. That way they can get some meals if they live in Florida. But thank you for a great episode so far, Vicky. I think it's a great time to dive into the Spotlight story. If it's your first episode with us, each week I share an entrepreneurial journey with my guest, give you advice from another perspective. And as we have another female entrepreneur on the show today, we're going to share a journey of another in Rian Silva. I learned this journey for the first time when reading this article today. She became a makeup artist, inventor of a flagship product, and founder of a CEO of a famous brand without even trying. Becoming a single mother prompted her to work at a makeup counter for a living. Over time, she began working as an artist in music video sets and film and television. During her job as head of department on a TV show called Girlfriends, I looked this up, I guess it was a popular show, that she would be forced to find a solution to a makeup problem. The show featured four main actresses and was filmed in HD, which was new for her. This is the first time she was in HD. And since she was in HD, she could not remove the actresses from set or take her airbrush in to touch up the makeup. She had to improvise, find a new way. She used her special effects knowledge and a technique that she, needed, she knew she needed to apply, but didn't know how. She used all of her concepts she learned over time to balance these strokes of the sponge. I guess she cut these square sponges into shapes of tears. And then before using them, she'd wet them. And this is how she did it um, to clear makeup up real quick. It was called the Beauty Blender in 2003. Officially designed for makeup professionals, and the sponge became an essential tool in cosmetic. It won the Best of Beauty Award 11 times. And this, this uh, entrepreneur, over 25 years of experience, now she does COVID ma- anti-COVID masks. What do you like best about her story?
1: I think that's amazing that her invention came out of innovation. So she had to figure it out, and she did. And that's what gave her her product. And sometimes the best products come out of pressure and having to figure something out. And again, she didn't probably in that moment, she didn't have too much time to second guess herself. And she went with what she thought would work. And because she thought maybe she didn't have another choice or she thought, okay, no, this is definitely what's going to go well for me. And she didn't second guess herself. And it turned out very well for her because I definitely know what the beauty blender is.
0: Yeah, I don't, but that's. I'm happy that you do. So I know I picked the right entrepreneur. And again, it goes back to what you said before, trusting your gut, going with your gut. So I want to thank you for that analysis and bringing that up again. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be the second bonus episode on this Gasparilla Overload. I love how you display persistence. You're going on five years here. You're doing something you're passionate about and you won't be able to survive five years if you weren't doing a couple of things right. I love your choice with Gary B, especially because he gives that tactical advice Things that you just need to do. Don't be afraid. Get out of your own head. These are things we all need to do. But now I'd like to ask you for your last word.
1: Again, going back to not being afraid. Mm -hmm. In the beginning of my journey, I was always afraid. And I would second guess myself. And to definitely not second guess yourself. If you have a vision and your intuition is telling you to go with something and it's your dream to make it come true, you only have one life to live. And you might as well spend it making your dreams come true versus caring about what others think or whether or not you're going to fail.
0: You can't worry about anybody else but yourself. The More time you waste worrying about what other people are saying about your business is that much longer it's going to take to hit your goals. Now tell everybody where they can find you, website, social media.
1: You can find us on Instagram at Glow Meals or on our website, which is GlowMeals.com.
0: Be sure to go to the website, check it out on social media, especially if you are in Florida. And also check out the show, too. We are at That Entrepreneur Show on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. But on Twitter, because of the character limit, we are at Podcast by Lancey. But you get updates from all four shows. I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube, and my website is vincentalancey.com. My latest book is Mental Health Week, the go-to book for elementary school kids to learn about mental health. Let's end the show with a quote, and it's from today's Spotlight Entrepreneur. Being Latina gave me the vision and understanding about the nuances and skin tone which directly correlated to my hands and my eyes mixing colors that made people feel comfortable in their own skin. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you tomorrow. For Gasparilla Overload, episode number three on That Entrepreneur Show. Vicki, thank you so much for stopping by.
1: No, thank you for having me.